I'm Wayne Turner, and welcome to the daily podcast of Bible Track. I've developed Bible Track to be both a commentary and a daily Bible reading schedule. These podcasts cover the text and commentary, which may be found at www.bibletrack.org. So, for those who have a busy schedule but do have time to listen to the Bible being read, this podcast is for you. At the end of one year, you will have gone completely through the Bible. Today we're reading Proverbs chapters 4, 5, and 6. This is the New King James Version of the podcast. The King James Version is also available. Chapter 4, verse 1. These verses are about embracing righteousness and shunning evil. Hear, my children, the instruction of a father, and give attention to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine. Do not forsake my law. When I was my father's son, tender and the only one in the sight of my mother, he also taught me and said to me, Let your heart retain my words, keep my commands, and live. Get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her, and she will preserve you. Love her, and she will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. She will place on your head an ornament of grace. A crown of glory she will deliver to you. Hear my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of your life will be many. I have taught you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in the right paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered, and when you run, you will not stumble. Take firm hold of instruction. Do not let go. Keep her, for she is your life. Do not enter the path of the wicked, and do not walk in the way of evil. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn away from it, and pass on. For they do not sleep unless they have done evil, and their sleep is taken away unless they make someone fall. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter into the perfect day. The way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them, and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth, and put perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead, and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet, and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. In this passage, we see a father giving advice to his son. Solomon says in verse 3 that this wisdom is the same that was imparted to him by his father, being David, as he was Bathsheba's only son. As Solomon is writing to his son, he even indicates a lengthening of life in verse 10 for those who embrace righteousness. Notice verse 7. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom, and in all you're getting, get understanding. Solomon here proposes that wisdom will deliver one from the snares and pitfalls of life and keep one's affections toward God. The theme of chapter 5 is staying away from loose women. Verse 1. My son, pay attention to my wisdom. Lend your heart to my understanding that you may preserve discretion, and your lips may keep knowledge. For the lips of an immoral woman drip honey, and her mouth is smoother than oil. But in the end she is bitter as wormwood. 
sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps lay hold of hell. Lest you ponder her path of life, her ways are unstable. You do not know them. Therefore hear me now, my children, and do not depart from the words of my mouth. Remove your way far from her, and do not go near the door of her house, lest you give your honor to others and your years to the cruel one, lest aliens be filled with your wealth, and your labors go to the house of a foreigner, and you mourn at last when your flesh and your body are consumed, and say, How I have hated instruction, and my heart despised correction. I have not obeyed the voice of my teachers, nor inclined my ear to those who instructed me. I was on the verge of total ruin in the midst of the assembly and congregation. Drink water from your own cistern, and running water from your own well. Should your fountains be dispersed abroad, streams of water in the streets, let them be only your own, and not for strangers with you. Let your fountain be blessed, and rejoice with the wife of your youth." As a loving deer and a graceful doe, let her breast satisfy you at all times, and always be enraptured with her love. For why should you, my son, be enraptured by an immoral woman, and be embraced in the arms of a seductress? For the ways of a man are right before the eyes of the Lord, and he ponders all his paths. His own iniquities entrap the wicked man, and he is caught in the cords of his sin." He shall die for lack of instruction, and in the greatness of his folly he shall go astray. In these verses, Solomon gives a warning to his son about consorting with prostitutes. He identifies her intentions as evil. I like the poetic way in which Solomon makes his point to be faithful to one's wife when he says in verse 15, Drink water from your own cistern, and running water from your own well. (laughs) That's well said, I'd say. As a matter of fact, some pretty descriptive language regarding a man's faithfulness to, as it says, the wife of your youth in verse 18, some pretty descriptive language follows that. And God is watching over us, as we see in verse 21 when it says, For the ways of a man are before the eyes of the Lord, and he ponders all his paths. Then we have some tips on wise living in Proverbs chapter 6, verse 1. My son, if you become surety for your friend, if you have shaken hands and pledged for a stranger, you are snared by the words of your mouth, you are taken by the words of your mouth. So do this, my son, and deliver yourself, for you have come into the hand of your friend. Go and humble yourself, plead with your friend. Give no sleep to your eyes, nor slumber to your eyelids. Deliver yourself like a gazelle from the hand of the hunter, and like a bird from the hand of the fowler. Go to the ant, you sluggard, consider her ways, and be wise, which, having no captain, overseer, or ruler, provides her supplies in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. How long will you slumber, O sluggard? When will you rise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall your poverty come on you like a prowler, and your need like an armed man." A worthless person, a wicked man, walks with a perverse mouth. He winks with his eye, he shuffles his feet, he points with his fingers. Perversity is in his heart, he devises evil continually, he sows discord. Therefore his calamity shall come suddenly, suddenly he shall be broken without remedy. These six things the Lord hates, yes, seven, are an abomination to him, a proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood." a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that are swift in running to evil, a false witness who speaks lies, and one who sows discord among brethren. 
My son, keep your father's commands and do not forsake the law of your mother. Bind them continually upon your heart. Tie them around your neck. When you roam, they will lead you. When you sleep, they will keep you. And when you awake, they will speak with you. For the commandment is a lamp and the law is a light. Reproofs of instruction are the way of life. To keep you from the evil woman, from the flattering tongue of a seductress, do not lust after her beauty in your heart, nor let her allure you with her eyelids. For by means of a harlot a man is reduced to a crust of bread, and an adulteress will prey upon his precious life. Can a man take fire to his bosom, and his clothes not be burned? Can one walk on hot coals, and his feet not be seared? So is he who goes in to his neighbor's wife, Whoever touches her shall not be innocent. People do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy himself when he is starving. Yet when he is found, he must restore sevenfold. He may have to give up all the substance of his house. Whoever commits adultery with a woman lacks understanding. He who does so destroys his own soul. Wounds and dishonor he will get, and his reproach will not be wiped away. For jealousy is a husband's fury, therefore he will not spare in the day of vengeance. He will accept no recompense, nor will he be appeased, though you give many gifts. Solomon here warns against co-signing on a debt for a friend in verses 1-5. through five. He warns that this can cost a friendship. Having done so already, he encourages seeking a release. He then goes on to encourage one to focus on his livelihood in verses 6-11. through 11. He calls our attention to the deliberate activities of the ant. Yeah, that's right, an ant. Let's face it, you never saw a lazy ant. In verses 12 through 19, he warns against scam artists. Well, actually, anyone who practices deception. As a matter of fact, some very descriptive and stern words are issued regarding these people in verses 16 through 19. Notice in these four verses a list of seven things that God hates. First of all, proud look a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that are swift and running to evil, a false witness who speaks lies, one who sows discord among brethren. And finally, this chapter finishes with more warnings against adultery. Here he deals both with consorting with prostitutes and with another man's wife. Perhaps the old saying, Play with fire and you'll get burned comes from verses 27 and 28 here when it says this, Can a man take fire to his bosom and his clothes not be burned? Can one walk on hot coals and his feet not be seared? An interesting contrast is made here between a thief and an adulterer in verses 30 through 33. A thief can make reparations for his actions, but he points out the irreparable damage left behind when adultery is committed, as he says in verse 33, Wounds and dishonor he will get, and his reproach will not be wiped away. This concludes our podcast for today. I'm Wayne Turner, and if you'd like to read along with our commentary online, go to www.bibletrack.org. Thank you for listening in today. The background music for these podcasts is an original composition written by the music director of Faith Bible Church, Paul Walton.